Okay, so you're building a business and you've designed it and you know the scope and the size of the business, you even have your strategy all worked out. What do you actually do? <laughs> what do you do? Your very own self, what do you do? Where do you start? Which one do you start with? What, what do you do? What, what then? What after you do that one? What are you going to do next? Who's going to actually help you do the work? When I was in engineering, we built a Gantt chart and determined the critical path for that and what we had to make that happen, what we had to do to make that happen, and then, and then, and then who was going to do it. That's kind of the most important part, right? Well, my question for you today is just that. How are you going to decide what the sequence is and what you need to do first? Well, it's pretty obvious, Morris. No, it's not. <laughs> not when you look at all those questions we talked about last time. It's time for that strategic action plan because you need to know what is most important for you to do today and tomorrow. And this is going to help you do it, that strategic action plan. Sims, and this is the Business of Sales, short form, building a business, lessons learned. We want to share with you a practical principle to help you in your business, That something that we've learned by doing what we've done to, to build this new business that we're working on. So please, hang in there with us. But first, a quick thank you for listening and watching. There's no reason for a podcast unless somebody's out there listening. So, hey, thanks for taking the time to, to give us a listen and give us an ear. We really do appreciate it. Our only objective is to help you in your business. I was a corporate world escapee back uh, some 32 years ago, and for the past seven years, I've been doing my own uh, consulting business. We're not, you know, wealthy and, and outside the realm of people that really have to work, but we've helped a whole bunch of clients, and for that I feel very blessed and very thankful. For right now, let's get into this week's episode. All right, before I forget to share this part, we did do some informal market research. I was reaching out to travel agency owners and travel advisors to be on the podcast. And when I did, I talked to them about the learning community and what we were going to do. And this is what I heard. Most of us are already in big conglomerates, Morris, and they offer training. Our agency provides a lot of training already. And what we found was that most of that training was product training. It didn't have a lot to do with sales process and with sales skills or with business planning or, or business process. It had to do with product. And then we heard this loud voice say, yeah, you know, that is something that I need. And yeah, I'd be more than willing to pay for it if it were available. Well, when we looked at everything that was available out there, we decided that it's time that we needed to be significantly different. At the same time, we believed we could differentiate ourselves with the live aspect of our training. So what we saw was video on, on demand and computer-based training. But we believed that our content focused on marketing, sales, and business planning and operations would be different as well as the live part. So we'll leave the product training and, and all the travel expertise to other folks, and we're going to focus on what you do with that. With those discussions under our belt, we chose to move on and go forward. 
okay, we're, we're back to that big, huge elephant again. <laughs> we've designed it, we've painted it, we've painted the picture, and we've made the movie, and we're ready to start one bite at a time and get through that process of actually doing some work. But how do you decide what to do when? When are you going to start? How are you going to start eating that elephant? Well, I went back and forth for a long time on this point, too. I, I needed to see the big picture and get a feel for sequencing the work. And that sequence depended on the big picture milestones that we talked about last time. What are we going to do when to implement the strategy? And when we asked that question, here's what we came up with. We're going to announce the Travel Masters concept in September, particularly on these podcasts. And we'll thought we'd, we'd do the first show probably right after Labor Day. And as we got closer, we didn't think we were going to be ready in time. And sure enough, we weren't. So we pushed that date back and pushed it back again. And as I write this, I'm thinking we may actually be ready sometime uh, the second week of October if we're, if we're really lucky. That's what we're shooting for right now. The content of the podcast for the Travel Masters Learning Community will be me and my business partner, Cindy Miner, focusing on practical concepts to help travel advisors and travel agency owners help them build their business. We'll do one a week through the end of the year, and it'll be public. We'll intersperse podcasts with guests in the mix as well, but the key is that those But the key is those podcasts will get the word out and make the Travel Masters learning community visible and maybe create some anticipation. We still plan to do the Founders Launch in October. Basically, the Founders Launch gets you in before the building is totally finished. There'll be some programs available, but the rest are still being built and tested. But here's the key. You get in at a significantly reduced price, and you get to remain at that reduced tuition price for as long as you're a member. So I tell you what, we, we continue to build out all the programs and test them and put some of them out there for the Founders platform to use as kind of beta test, if you will, and provide us with some feedback. Uh, that one sentence encompasses a vast amount of work in a very short period of time. And then in January, on January 2nd, 2024, we're going to open the doors and launch the Travel Masters community totally and completely. Those are all the specific milestones in the project plan. Now, once the milestones are set for the beginning of the project plan, then we can begin to create the strategic action plan with the key tasks that have to be completed that are necessary for us to navigate and make the opening a total success. If we don't get all the things done to get up there, then, you know, January is going to come along. We're not going to be ready. So we got to have a strategic action plan to get us done. So that's where we are. We broke down all the work required to successfully meet the milestones into projects. And then each project has specific tasks and start times and completion times. The projects included some of these. Some of these things are, are projects. Okay, you ready? the core curriculum and syllabus of skills and knowledge. What, what are we going to teach? That answers that question. What are we going to teach people? What, what, what do we have that we can give people that's going to help them in their business? Well, it turns out that's 21 pages of curriculum. we got to create the business plan, the model, the presentation to gain the business partner. And thank God that's done and Cindy's on board. The weekly podcast, the weekly short-form podcast, the resource library, 
weekly live stream classes. What are they going to be? What are the topics and how are we going to sequence those? The monthly live stream with Cindy and I. The digital video course, implementing the platform itself, the Circle platform. An agent blueprint for success, business owner blueprint for success, a mastermind class, and just a whole bunch of other programs. Each of those projects has specific tasks that are associated with it, and each one has a start time and a priority. We know which one we're going to work on first. It's like, you know, maybe it's easy to see, but if we started working on uh, the, the, the master class and didn't get the first podcast ready, you know, we're in deep trouble. So we've got to know the right sequence. That's an obvious example. Those things are then translated into a Gantt chart. It's actually done by the project management software we use. It's really cool. But that allows us to see the dependencies and to ensure that the sequencing of the work isn't going to cause a bottleneck in the process. In other words, you know how it goes, you've got to do this in order to do that. That's a dependency, and we got to make sure that we got all those put together, and we know where they are so we don't screw up the whole project. Now, without doing all this work to plan and get to the point of knowing which tasks were priorities, it could have been and kind of almost stayed on the edge of being sheer chaos, and there'd be no way that we'd be ready to release in the fall. As it is, we're still pushing back uh, beyond where we wanted to start. Somebody from my era is, is imagine some other, some other uh, baby boomer out there saying, well, when I was an engineer, we'd have our walls covered in paper with a linear calendar Gantt chart and priority lists and a lot of pencils and erasers. Well, actually, the, the plan we're using exists in a software tool called Asana. That's our project manager. It has all those things I talked about, and I get, uh, I get oh, I guess it's going to help us get everything done. It's, so far, it has. It's done a great job of getting everything done, and it notifies me when things are done. So I hear a lot of objections out there, the most vocal of which is, okay, Morris, let's get real here. Doing all this planning is more work than just putting the business together. Why not just do it? Let's just start. Turn it on. Get going. Get out there and start doing your, your, your thing. Well, you can, if you can keep all this organized and consistent and processing on time without the thinking on purpose and the planning that, that we did and that I think is necessary, hey, more power to you, Ben. Go for it. Give it the best shot you got. I just I need all that help. I, can, I need all the help I can get, and these tools are going to help me. Create your strategic action plan for your project. And if it's your plan for your business, it needs four specific areas. And you heard me talk about ours last time. It needs a marketing plan, number one. Number two, it needs a sales process. you got to know what you're going to say in the language you're going to use. Number three, it has to have a plan for how you plan to handle the logistics and the administration. In the olden days, it would have been paperwork, and you don't want to get drowned by paperwork. Well, even if it's electronic, you can get drowned by it. So you've got to have a plan for how you're going to handle all that stuff. What are you going to do when somebody can't get into the, to the system and they can't get into the learning community, Morris? How are you going to handle that? All those kind of logistics have to be thought out. Your implementation plan and finding your accountability partner, that's a key part of the whole deal. When are you going to start actually doing these things in life, in the real world, out there for people to see? Now, I mentioned accountability. And real quickly, let me share my thinking on an accountability partner. 
See, I believe that you are the only person on this earth that can actually hold you accountable. Yeah, okay. Somebody can stand over you with a carrot and a stick, but last time I checked, we human beings in this century would prefer not to be manipulated with something like that. Instead, I look at an accountability partner as an encouragement partner, somebody who's going to ask you the right questions to make you come up with the answer that's right for you and your business. Somebody to pick you up when you fall, not knock you down again and again. Well, that's a brief take on my personal opinion about accountability. Get an accountability partner that's going to be your encouragement partner. I'm going to be harder on myself when I don't accomplish whatever it was I said I was going to accomplish. I'm going to be harder on myself than anybody else could ever be. I can do my own you shoulda, you coulda, you ought to have talk. I need my accountability partner to ask me how I'm going to do it and how they can help me get to where I want to go. So that's kind of where we are. Thanks much for listening. We have a lot to share with you on how the Travel Masters Learning Community came into being and all the business concepts and principles that we learned along the way. And as I mentioned, we're always looking for a sponsor for our show for the Travel Masters Learning Community as a whole and for the business of sales. So if you know somebody that might be a great sponsor, please introduce us. Thank you very much. We'll take it from there. All you got to do is uh, an email introduction. My email is more is sims.rm2017 at gmail.com. That's S-I-M-S dot R-M. can't remember my own email address. S-I-M-S dot R-M2017 at gmail.com. I'm Morris Sims, and I'll see you next time right here on the Business of Sales, How We Grew a Business, Lessons Learned.